Man, you know what I was noticing today? Like, bald guys, like, if you do bald right, it looks okay. It looks all right. I think it can look absolutely great. The only thing I don't like about the bald head thing is it gets some, some guys get a real shine on it. Mm. Like, when the when the light hits it. I don't like the shininess. I wonder if there's a way to dull that down somehow. <laughs> oh, there's got to uh, be a way. Probably uh, sandpaper. Yeah, and dull it down with some 320 grit. But I mean, <laughs> being bald's no joke. Like, that's a lot of work. Unless you're truly bald, like, you cannot grow hair. Like, every dude's got a little bit of hair when they're bald. So that means, like, they're hitting it with a razor, I don't know, daily? Twice a, every two days? Every day, every two days, depending on the look you're going for. You got to own it, though. It's a lot of work. Which is such a dagger after losing your hair. Be like, uh, meh, oh, well, don't have hair to worry about. Oh, no, wait, I do have a ton of issues with this now. <laughs> yeah, instead of a haircut every six weeks, you have to maintain it every day. That's oh, just devastating. No, it's good. We're, we're in a good time to be bald, I think. I think a better time than ever. I think it's more accepted. There's actually more stuff to help you if you're if you uh, if you're going bald. Does any of that really work though? Uh, you and I wouldn't know. We haven't. We don't haven't needed it. We're yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I'm going like every time I get a haircut, I uh, always get like a comment from the hairdresser, and then I get a little more comment on myself. Is like I get a lot of gray hair now. Oh, it's more and more coming in. Every How do you feel about haircut. that? Because your hair's getting gray. I know. Uh, I feel fine about it. I mean, I I always say rather gray than gone. So I I'm in a good place. A, I got pretty thick I think lush that's good hair. Motto. But the gray hair that comes in here is like really like coarse and wiry. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> Believe <laughs> me. <laughs> so can't help but stare at it. What happens with someone with fair hair like yourself? What's the what's the fate? Ahead of I you. think we I think we go white, just white. Yeah, we go nice, thin, wispy white. Hey, welcome back to the Open Road Podcast. We're here to help you find adventure in the everyday and. Calvin, can you believe that all of our episodes since the summer, they're just gone. They're lost. Where are they? Well, I had them on the card, yes. and then I gave it to you. Yeah. So what happened to it? Well, and then I gave it to our producer, and supposedly they've know, all... It was 27 episodes. I know. So all 27 of those episodes, they're gone, and we're left with nothing. Uh, where do we pick up? Well, there were so many incredible things that had happened, but... I feel like let's just not bother. Let's just pretend like it never happened almost. Yeah. I think we just pr start fresh. We take this bit of adversity in stride and we keep going. We push. Right. So kind of interesting. I mean, some things we talked about last was like, remember we had talked maybe about six months ago and you were like, I was nervous and I had to chat with your father about your gambling addictions. <laughs> yeah. And then like circle forward now to like six months, like you're sipping on a nice glass of cold tea. Yes. On a Sunday night. Yes. A nice glass of cold tea here. I'm uh, trading one addiction delicious. for another. Okay. I, the only reason I bring it up is because it, it seems to go hand in hand with the lifestyle. It actually Poker, does. Poker, sipping on some whiskey, or is that some sort of other drink? Well, this is a 
Mixologer Old Fashioned. Mixologer. And you know, as I was, uh, I was, as I was thinking, Calvin, I will talk about Mixologer in a moment, but okay, he fits into a bigger story. Interesting. And you know how everyone is trying to figure out what is my what is my book? What's the book I'm going to write? Mm-hmm. I finally figured out what mine was. A mixology cookbook? No. Here's what it is. My and I'm sorry, by my book, I, a mixology cookbook is part of it. A Chef Jerry cookbook is another part of it. But this is your autobiography at the end of your life. Oh, okay. Um, so or continue. or your biography, whichever w- w- would be written, if it's by yourself or by somebody mm-hmm. else. But mm-hmm. I I have found that you know I think mine is going to be called something like uh, like the many jars or a jar for every occasion or something like that because. Every year, I get a new itch, and I try on a new type of jar. Yeah, well, people are going to think you're a sociopath. That's that's well, that would be a great book, wouldn't it be? I think so. That's interesting. Right? I mean, one of my favorite jars of all time was Scavenger. See, we have Scavenger. I forgot about Scavenger. The oh, I did not forget about Scavenger. <laughs> dumpster diving jar. We have uh, Caveman Jar, who had a radio show in university. We have Open Road Jar, who goes on road trips we have chef jar we have mixology there's like each one is a chapter what about fun jar we got fun jar we have dictator jar you ever heard of that guy <laughs> i know dictator jar very well can you write the chapter for me yeah with, with a couple other people like you'll have to pull a lot of audiences and then you'd get i mean even there's pre uh how do i want to do this i guess dread jar and then post dread jar this is what I'm saying. So, anyways, I was just sitting on the lawnmower, cleaning up my leaves, and I realized... Thinking about yourself. Thinking about myself. <laughs> As humans do. Completely obsessed with himself. <laughs> well, okay, says the guy over here who's just trying to become a comedy superstar, when there's already hey. plenty. No, there's not. So, anyways, I just thought that was funny where, you know... Everyone, everyone's got to think about what's their thing in life. Well, yep. you know, everyone's. I have a, I have a new chapter for each one of the. It's, it's a, it's a bundle of stories under each. Wow. Okay. But needless to say, my current phase is mixology, where I've been getting into the whole world of uh, cocktails and mixology, and it is quite fascinating. And frankly, I should just ask you because you were able to partake in one of my, uh, one of my nice beverages, like. Is this really okay? good? So is this okay? I'll phase? tell you my experience. This is a this is a great. This is actually one of my favorite phases. It's um, it's great. It's not quite a party jar. We haven't really seen party jar. There's host jar, but there's not really party jar. And this is kind of the closest thing to it, I guess. So yeah, I got to experience mixology. Jerry came over and he brought his own little kit, which was very nice, and mixed up a couple drinks. The best part to think about. Um, the drink mixing is, of course, I like the pageantry behind it all, which is what, quite nice. But I also like the story that you told along with it. Mm. So that's good. So what's a bar- good bartender is a good listener, but a good storyteller. And I think you played that very well. Um, so you made me a, let me see if I can remember, an old-fashioned, right? Correct. Now, you had a few things that I was observing fairly closely. The recipe, it's not. Super simple stuff. There's there's lots of little things to it. Um, and you had a couple of really nice touches. You had those beautiful little cherries. So, and it was a really, really good drink. It honestly was. And I went home a couple days later and I was like, oh, I got some whiskey in the cupboard. I've got some bitters. And I tried to make one. Putrid. 
Really? Not good at all. Wow. Well, that makes me feel and I had even like a better. New, I had like a new bottle of whiskey that well, someone gave me for the baby. Huh. And I used that, and I was like, oh, this is not good at all. That's really interesting. So it and it. Now I will say that I kind of slapped it together in a bit, and you were pretty precisely measuring things, and I thought, okay, well, like as precise as I thought I was, I think you maybe need to be a little bit, like, I think you need to be very precise to do it right. Well, I I appreciate that uh, feedback because I feel like I'm at, at the very least making drinks that I enjoy, and yep. I've made them for a few different people, and I'm trying out new things. But the general feedback has been good, and I'm trying to think: Do I want lots of hype around this this type of jar? I think probably you do because a mixolo a mixologist like there they got an ego. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm now, now like, you this stem from you met a proper mixologist. Yeah, I met a I met a guy who this is his main hobby. Right. And like Which I love when someone goes all in on a on a hobby like that when they got one thing. Oh, it was awesome. Well, and that's another part of my uh one of the one of the downfalls the the darker parts of my book is being a jack of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> Poker stars jare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh so anyways so Mixologer is in uh in a bit of a phase right now and and I'm I'm glad that it, the thing I really like about it is it's social. Yeah, and I think like you're on a good phase. Like yes, you you will continue to air quote master this little craft, but yeah. you're in a great spot. Like you're making a good product. Yeah. Well, thank you. And it, you know, it's it, as long as you don't plan on going anything further than, you know, being a great little party guest and what a nice thing to bring to a little dinner party, too. Yeah, well, and it's pretty similar to the things I've been learning with the whole chef chair thing is a lot mm-hmm. of it comes down to the ingredients, and, you know, you got to start with good ingredients. It's where it starts. I agree. Anything uh, anything interesting from chef chair recently? Well, I've been doing You're a lot of... of no, I've been doing a lot of cooking, but I haven't been doing a lot of filming. Mm-hmm. I actually just finished a really interesting... Um, meal with farro and fennel and apples and sweet potatoes and then the second dish i made was uh what was that one i literally just made it oh a nice lamb soup hey because a guy guy at work hooked me up with some lamb is that right now these were recipes chosen by katie she equipped me to make them but uh i gotta i gotta say the results are pretty good well tell me more about your lamb guy Every year, the guy gets a full lamb. Him and his brother, they chop it up. He had his freezer jammed, and he said, I got some extra ground lamb. For He sent an e- office-wide email out, and I said, heck yeah, I want some of that. He said, I got to make some room because the cow is coming in next week. Oh, wow. So this is a good hookup I found. Who's this guy that gets into this? This guy that I work with. So what he's getting, he's just buying these animals? I guess. I don't really know exactly how it works. Is that a great rate? Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, you get an animal and you process it yourself. It's definitely reasonable. A lot of work, but. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. It was, and it was all just ground up. Yeah. It was just like, it was just nice in a pack. Chuck. Two pounds of ground. I got three packs of two pounds each. So I'll probably maybe make a hey, shepherd's pie. Great. Do a couple, you know, I'll try some stuff. A with proper it. shepherd's pie. A proper yeah. one, yeah. Yep. That's always my beef with shepherd's pie. It's just never made with sheep. It's, it's always never, made with beef. Never proper. I know. So, um, hey, cool, t- dear. two things. 
one thing i'm just hooked up to my zoom recorder and my battery is low but it should last so if this podcast gets cut short that's why second of all you really glossed over something a moment ago and i've talked more than enough so it's now your turn um you just said something about a second kid or something did you guys have another kid jared there's another kid here whoa yeah it happened you iced me through the whole process. <laughs> so yeah, he's Jared. I mean, this guy is like five weeks old right now. Very chill, just hanging out. Um, so yeah, we're having a good time with him. Precious little bundle of joy. Precious bundle. You know, he's just right in time for Christmas. <laughs> um, everybody loves the guy, and he's just pretty indifferent. I mean, he's always he's happy to be here. If you want to hang out, he's down. If you want to leave me alone and I'll hang out in the Mamaroo for three hours and you got other stuff to do, he's fine with that. So I have had the great pleasure of meeting little Charlie and he definitely seemed down for whatever. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's f- interesting. I I think maybe you've read this book, that uh, birth order book. I have not. But uh, just kind of like the science behind order of birth and personalities. It is interesting now that I have my own children and I see that like... Kate, my wife is a firstborn, I'm a secondborn, and now I have a firstborn and a secondborn, and like, these guys have very different personalities, and it's hard to grasp his personality only being five weeks old, but I right. like to feel that I'm getting some of it already, and the only thing I have to compare it to is his older brother, who is quite different at this stage in life. Well, and I would say, yeah, of course it's new, and the baby's doing barely anything, but you had you remember what it was like to have Noah at that age. Yeah. So if he's different, he's pretty different. I think he's pretty different. I think he's going to be a different kid. And it is interesting because you're like, oh, two boys. And then I'm like, I think of any two brothers and I'm like, I don't know very many brothers that are all that similar. Is that right? Yeah. That's like, you're pretty different from your brother. Yeah, we're pretty different. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a brother, but. My brothers-in-law, they're both very different from each other. You're different from your brother-in-law. I'm well, there you go. You know, and I'm very different from both of my brothers-in-law, so I guess it checks out. It checks out. Perfect theory. Yeah, it's... um. Now, someone mentioned this to me the other night, Jer. I was talking to another guy that has two boys. Okay. And I don't know what it is. Everyone, you know, they congratulate you on the baby. And the almost immediately the follow up question is, are you gonna have more? Which is an annoying question. Like immediately? Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. If they're in a conversation, they're looking for something to grasping at straws. Right. Um so, uh, I was so are you to the guy about this. And he said he's like, Yeah, he's like, you know what? Like, two boys, it's kind of a boring family. <laughs> no. And I was like I was like, Oh, maybe it is boring, you know? Like think about the int- think about growing up in your life. Like what were the interesting families that like your family hung out with or that you knew about in the neighborhood? Were they a family of four? Here's what I would say. So you're you're agreeing? I'm kind of agree. Oh, I'm getting on board with like I was like oh yeah like they're not the most interesting families in the neighborhood. You want the interesting family? It's the family with five kids. Yeah, I think everyone remembers the family with five kids. I think with with one kid, you try not to, but you cast judgment on the parents. You're like, you gave, you're the world an only child. 
Oh, only child? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? And then two kids, you're like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, when you really think about it, it's like, that's really plain. The real action starts happening three plus, I think. I kind of think two. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know, Jer, it's interesting. All right. Well, is this some sort of pregnancy announcement? It's not at all. Like I just, (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to open it up to that. I just thought, uh, you know, it's, I didn't want you to say, oh, wow, your life's crazy. And I'm like, eh, it's pretty darn tame compared to anything beyond this. Yes. Well, and again, it's interesting, right? If you think three boys is very different than, oh, just two boys. And then if you get a girl in the mix, it's like, oh, there's a little sister to be protective over. So. Yeah, I think two, no matter what, is going to be pretty plain Jane. Not that there's right. anything wrong with that. Right. It's going to be pretty, you know, pretty standard. Hmm. So anything um, anything that's been surprising you about t- two-kid life? I'm sure you expected it to be crazier. Um, Just the standard stuff, Jer. Like, you know, kind of just run off our feet. Sleep deprived. Um, but what I'm saying, none of that's surprising. So, no, like, was I there, know. Is so there I'm anything think, surprising? I'll say the really surprising thing was how chill and relaxed the whole birth was. Ah. Which was very nice. It was almost like a little treat <laughs> getting that time. <laughs> it was nice. And you guys, because uh, really nice. you guys did a a appointment, let's go to the hospital and have our baby. C-section, surgically removed, however you want to say it. Which was a, f- um, a far cry from the first time around. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. <laughs> um, doctor was telling me, Jer, that in South America, everyone gets their baby done via C-section. Huh. Everyone. And the people that don't get their baby done C-section are the poor people because, and just because they can't afford it. Really? So it's like, that, it's like the lower class does natural birth just because they can't afford it. Well, it's interesting, and I think when you, I don't know, it just, it, it, if you get too into it, it gets weird with, like, medical science and data and technology yes. and, and just the way the world is going, but it, it's got to be an interesting topic that I'm sure many very smart people study. For sure, and and everything our doctor told us is like, yeah, like, it's not ideal, like, he's like, I would way rather do a natural birth, it's better on xyz like all these things this is why it's better hmm. he's like for us this is a last resort yeah um but for other cultures and it was just conversationally he's like this is the way they do it wow yeah huh so well i'm glad that was a nicer experience i think you guys deserve that uh just uh, you know it's yeah that childbirth is crazy congratulations to you both thanks jer so are you, um, are you getting Charlie anything for Christmas? Like, does he need, is he desperate for Christmas presents already? Yeah, he's got a few things on his mind. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, I heard that there's this new um, subscription rash cream. Is that right? Yeah. I can sign up now and then um, it'll just keep coming. They've got my credit card. Correct. It's right. like. He's the, been, I think he might want um, a Disney Plus subscription. Yes. So we maybe we'll get him that. Speaking of which, I heard there's a lot of hype around The Mandalorian, and I gotta say, I love Star Wars, and it's 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 drawn me show, in. Right? Yeah. Is it? Are you gonna try it? Try it for a week? Here's the thing. Right now, they're doing the smart thing of not releasing it all at once. So maybe I'll wait till it's all uh, out. So you and can't then, watch it. Yeah. Because I mean, I have um, no real other need for Disney. 
hey, but you never got a TV, right? You're still TV-less? You're hunting around for the perfect TV, (laughs) i.e. free. Yeah, I was going to say, we should probably start talking about some of the adventures we're trying to go on or we have gone on. And that is definitely one where I am looking for a TV hookup. Yeah. That's an adventure treasure hunt that I'm on. I I could go on Kijiji. I could pay, frankly, $100 for one. For now, right now is a good time, Jerry, and I'll tell you why. Cyber Monday is about to hit tomorrow, and it's been <laughs> Black Friday, and all these guys are going to be getting rid of TVs. Yes. They're going to be upgrading, and you can be there to snake away the downgrade. There's going to be 4Ks available because they've all upgraded to 8K. Yeah, well, I don't think you need 4K, but I mean, I think you just need to, for your first TV to be something. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's one of the adventures that I'm uh, I'm engaging in right now. Do you do one of those um, Kijiji ads, Jared? Like, looking for? <laughs> no, because even that's too easy. What I'm saying is, like, I want to find, like, I need it to come up in conversation. Or, like, there's been a couple leads where, like, I heard through a friend that Chad, my other friend, had a lead on a TV. Like, that's the kind of thing I need. Okay. So you really want this to be, all come from hearsay? Yes, exactly. Like, like I need okay, to chase well, down a lead. I'm saying if you go on Kijiji and you put in there that that you want a free TV and say I'll come and take it away, you probably score a TV fairly quickly. Yeah, but I'd I'd want to I'd still want it to be a cooler story than that. I know it's not that cool because I've never had I like I don't need a TV I like I have you outstanding survive. I have outstanding leads right now like your father in law's got one that could have my name on it. That's true. That's true. There's someone in the basement. Like yeah, and you haven't asked me to push for that, so. Well, no, because Jeff was maybe gonna push, so now I'm not gonna Guy's push. Guy's a flake. Well, Guy's a flake. Here's the thing: it's not my place. He to also push. just got his own apartment, so it's probably going there. He wants something better. We all know that. Yeah, he he want, he needs something better. Not a good TV. No, no. So. Okay, fine. Um. Anyway, what? Uh, have you been on any interesting adventures? Like, well, how's things up in Muskoka? Um. Jared, things up in Muskoka are good. You know, it's a different lifestyle. Um, it's a lot of guys in my stage of life, dads. So I happened the other night, Friday night, I mean, I spent all week, the week previous, texting guys, iMessaging, let's go out Friday night. Let's go out Friday night. You're and initiating crew, this. I'm initiating this because it was one of our friend's birthdays. And I'm like, all right, this is a good excuse. Get out of the house. Get some guys rolling. And uh, it was a lot of work, but I managed to get 12 <laughs> solid bodies out. 12 dudes? 12. That's good, right? What, what do you solid. mean that's good? That's like unbelievable. When was the last time you could get... I know. T- and sorry, in within a week's notice? And all, and all dads. Wow. All, like heavy family commitments. Wow. Yeah, on one sense, like dads are available. Like they're around, but they're not available. You know what I mean? I'll say, like, yeah, like, it just, yeah, you're right. They're available, but it's also, like, no, no, no. they're low low they're, motivation. Yeah, like, they're around, but it's, like, yeah. it's always, but they're not, but you're not available, but you're kind of available. Yeah, you're not available for that. <laughs> you're available to, like, go and, you know, to the grocery store with the kids and grab <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not available to go boozing on a Friday night. Right, like you're available to take the kids somewhere. Right, bingo. <laughs> anyway, so that was, uh, I was like looking around the room and I was like, this is a major win right here. 
to make this happen. And would you say that in the first, you know, five weeks of you transitioning to two kids, like it was a much needed win? It really was. Yeah. I needed that win. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. So it was great, Jared. And then like, it was also hilarious because like I could tell like, oh, there's all these guys are in my very similar situation. Just needed a night out. And everyone just went hard. <laughs> and like we stayed up for like 2.30. <laughs> Did you like crash at the office? No. Well, that was the other thing. Finding a venue to suit 12 people in Bracebridge. Right. So it was like we no one's free to like after 8.30. So it was going to be a late night. So I we decided we were throwing around a bunch of different restaurant ideas, but Everyone had eaten dinner already, so we were right. at max going to get drinks like maybe some absent wings or something. So I always kind of, I feel bad getting, like, commandeering a good quadrant of a restaurant for, sure. like, three hours and not ordering dinner. Right. So we just all ended up going to my office and trashing the place. <laughs> and I love no, that you full like, reign of that place. We, we go to my office. We bring, like... Everyone pitches 20 bucks, and there's, like, all the beer you can drink. We got pizza. We got wings. We got chips. It's great. Done. Done. 20 bucks in? Are you kidding? You literally pass by the independent on the way in or whatever that rest, that grocery store is, pick yep. everything up, drive over, takes you extra 10 minutes, stop, order some pizzas, nothing better. It was awesome. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, well, my... <laughs> My similar win was getting all of our all of my leaves finished today because we had snow for the last two weeks. And I'm like, it's the end of November and there's snow. And then I still got to get on the lawnmower for like terrible six terrible. hours. When so, the snow falls before all the leaves fall. I hate that. Oh, it's, it's, it was just bad. So anyways, but the big win was not just that I got it done, but that yesterday and today, I don't know about up north were just gorgeous days. So to be outside a gorgeous day. for a couple hours mm-hmm. just felt fantastic. Yeah. I got my Clark Griswold on today. Like I've got I've gotten some pretty nice lights going on on the outside <laughs> of the house. I just keep adding. You just which keep is nice. going. Got a nice just arrow straight string along the eaves on yes, the front. dude. And I add I added on to the railings now today. Come on. It's looking fresh. Looking real good. Yeah, we started our little uh, Christmas decorating. We did our little garland on the stair banister thing. Ooh, very good. We hunted for trees this morning, but no one was nowhere was open. That's what you said. What in the world? They start next weekend. Oh, but you've got to. Right, you want some boutique tree though, right? No, we just want a live tree. No, you don't just want... Then you could have gone to Home Depot. Yeah, sorry. One that... A live tree that's not wrapped so we can see its fullness. I think that's like... You're thinking too much about it. Uh, okay, well... It's going to be a fine tree. What are you... What, what's going to happen to the tree? It's going to be too bushy? Yeah, this is, where I, this is where I'm not going to go super hard and defend our position, but, but I'll just say this. I'm easy about the tree. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is not you in front of me <laughs> about the tree situation. Well, hey, so in the new shack, how tall a tree can you wedge in there? Oh, we got nine foot ceilings. You get a, yeah, you can get a big girl in there. Oh, yeah. Nice. And speaking of cool. which, you dropped that little uh, baby bomb earlier. And yes, that's another adventure we did. We moved. Podcasters don't know that. They don't know that. They don't know. They don't know. Jer? They don't know. 
They don't know that we bought a 6,200 square foot mansion in the country. Right. Well, the podcast has been doing pretty good. (laughs) Needless to say, our lack of sponsors somehow has provided a lot of dough. It worked out (laughs) fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, new house. You are just like, so you've got some property now, Jer. Yep. You've got this old farmhouse that's been beautifully restored. Yep. Now, what do you do with all this property? So, I really, I, the thing that's, in, okay, there's a couple things that are inspiring me right now that, the nice thing is it's a blank slate. The possibilities are endless. But I've heard of this type of, like, um, this type of orchard that you can plant with, like, a variety of trees and bushes. And yes. basically, you have uh, so many different types of plants that they all help each other to thrive. And I forget exactly what the official term is for it, but so ecosystem. You, yeah, well, no ecosystem. Okay, yes, ecosystem is the term. But there's a name for this type of garden uh, or this type of orchard. But that's that's something that I think could be really cool in sort of the one, yes, the one part to have like eight fruit trees of different varieties, a bunch of berry bushes, and a bunch of different stuff that just. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: like, I am not a big like. I'm not here's what I'm not I'm not a climate change protester Mm -hmm. but if I can be part of the solution it's like oh let's figure out what my carbon footprint is and plant that many trees or oh let's go build a build a sweet orchard that can be help the bees and do this that and the other I'm like let's 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 not whine let's like do something okay cool so that could be interesting now someone else so you're not thinking pool not thinking pool, no chemicals. Oh, right? We don't want that. Darn. No hot tub here, so that is still on the table. Right. That is a, How have you found that, Jer? No hot tub. It's been fine. I've been, uh, instead of a hobby being hot tubbing, my hobby is now drinking old fashions. <laughs> right. In the bath. In the bath. Um, here's the other thing that actually uh, kind of got me a little bit excited, and this is going to be so out of left field for you. How cool would it be? To have a couple horses or ponies. Oh. <laughs> Please don't get a horse. <laughs> horse chair. Horse chair. <laughs> no, dressage chair. Well, I mean, I would say, no, don't get a horse. But I would say, try to seriously look into like an animal. Like, what do you think the most low maintenance farm animal is? Like... Is a sheep really that much maintenance? I think you get goats. Goats. Goats right? are kind of they fun. Eat, they eat the grass for you. Yep. Get goats. But here's How the many interesting goats thing. Two. I could, you get two goats. We get some chickens. Um, here's. I would th- rather you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> here's the thing that I thought would be interesting about a horse is. I mean, it's a horse. You have a <laughs> horse. <laughs> Why is it always a thing of a horse breaks its leg? You have to shoot it. You have to like, blow, whoa, what? Imagine the brains out. The horse is hearing about this. Yo, <laughs> if you don't, you better be careful where you step. If you break your leg, they will shoot you in the head. <laughs> yeah, like horse school in kindergarten. <laughs> or like, is oh. it really? Can you really not fix a broken leg on a horse? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it just not possible? I don't know. Um, Calvin, oh. I just looked at my Zoom recorder and I'm like. I am like, this thing's about to die, and we're literally using right? all the batteries in the house. So, all right, all right, all right. Should we wrap it? It's thirty-one minutes. Yeah, 
wrap her up, wrap her up. But this was good. This was nice. Good little podcast. Good little getting us back into the groove here. Um, we've got some interesting. I I don't know. Podcasts are coming back, Jerry. Like I mean, I was getting a little bit bummed that like it's becoming a bit of a saturated market. But now people I find interesting are having these super like micro niche podcasts, and I'm getting really interested in those. Here's the other so thing. So that's something By a little now, bit to discuss in our future. Everyone who wanted to start a podcast has done it and has stopped. Yep. So sure. kind of only good ones remain. And we kind yeah. of have had this weird lull and I think we we need to like think about what we're doing. But like you were having a kid. I was moving. My computer's been giving me hassle. So there's like a but but those are the reasons. It's not because we don't like podcasting yeah. and because we don't want to talk to more guests. And we're good at getting good guests. So I'm I don't know. I kinda wanna fire things back up. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm in I'm in. There's lots of stuff. I'm just think, thinking of stuff that we need to catch up on. So just can it. Not just that, that. And there's so many interesting people doing fun things out there. And my favorite heyday of the podcast was when every week we were talking to someone new, meeting someone mm-hmm. interesting. And I have felt that uh, that missing from my life, that connection and just hearing from people with different perspectives. So I you think... You the soul. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we heard that. I'm trying on all these different things. You know what I'm saying? You should have a kid. You know what? That'll do it. That'll fix it, right? You would like a, having a, you would like a kid, I think. Oh, I, 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 I know I would. No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's not. But uh, I'm letting you go first to test the waters. I'll let you know if it works out. Okay, thank you. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, when this popped up in your newsfeed, you were excited. And if that is you, tell someone about this podcast. We're not, we're, it's not dead. We haven't quit. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all. Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Hope you find some adventure in the week ahead. <laughs>